0: rolling dice. An encounter in the graveyard led to deadly consequences for a pair of young lovers. With the young boy Joby's death, the bones of the alchemist interred in the mausoleum stirred, and nearly rent the flesh of the mourning girl Marna. But on their hands, the party spared the girl and sealed the boy into the very tomb that the two grave robbers pried open. Quick jolt of magic from Crow and earth shaping from Bart dispatched the skeleton and disposed of the evidence of the murder. Hot on the trail of the pirates that ravaged the Koyar family lighthouse, they walked quietly through the fields high with corn on the outskirts of town. Hatching a plan, the Tabaxi and Goblin agree reluctantly to allow the human and dwarf to shackle them and masquerade as bounty hunters or slavers. We'll see. As they enter the town at night from the inland road, we rejoin them now. They peer out from between the cornstalks towards several lantern-lit buildings and misty cobblestone streets. What do you do?
1: Well... uh, Bart is definitely just going to be following the people who have him chained up.
2: (laughs) I'm... I think uh, Cars is kind of leading us at this point, it feels right. like. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Cars, um,
3: Cars turns to the party. First, he's going to take a look at Bart, look him up and down, and uh, I say, Bart, your legs, can they hold still? Can you? Do we need to find a place to rest for the night, or can we press on?
1: I'm fine. My legs, I patched it up. I've no problems continuing on. We have
3: to get to the bottom of this as fast as we can right right well i'm not exactly sure when the ship had docked here so crow trees but what's it what do you folks think should we head to the docks first or perhaps do you think the pirates may have taken uh refuge in a local tavern around here should we go there first
2: uh let's let's walk straight to the tavern i think um that would make the most sense for people arriving in town sounds like <laughs> a plan yeah Mm-hmm. All right. So, just well. to your to your
0: west here, um, and a reminder: to the left on the map is north. Uh, there's a compass rose in the bottom right of the map. So, to the west along this road, uh, you're you've got the river on your right, and you've got the sloping gentle hills of the town to your left. Um, the tavern that we speak of is a building only two doors down maybe several hundred feet along the road um and it's clear that it is a tavern as there are drinking patrons on the porch there's a balcony even that you can see from here uh that has a couple of uh braziers lighting up the night all right
2: um, as we as we walk, kind of before we get close, um, Crow will say, "I think we should probably get our story straight first uh, be- before we head in there." So uh, we already decided that you two are called the Pretty Boys, a very uh, imposing name for a couple of bandits. Uh, <laughs> cars, um, uh, call me uh, uh, Ingrid. My name is Ingrid now. Uh, what should I call you? Um, I guess you could call me Kraz. Kraz. That's very <laughs> creative. All right, Kraz. Um, and I will say that these two are, uh, they were escaped prisoners from Schloss Gletscher. And we've tracked them down here. So that way, if anyone asks us anything about where we're from, we'll, we'll be able to answer at least somewhat accurately. Sound good? Great idea. A great idea. I love it. All right. Let's, sounds us uh, good to it. me
4: i think it might be good if maybe one of you took my rapier so it i so i'm not armed to make it a little more convincing all right sounds good i'll yoink it and Yay. i'll pretend to be putting up a test uh uh like protesting to my arrest every once in a while to just try <laughs> to sell it <sighs> trying to struggle in the yeah. manacles fainting, and stuff. struggling. Right? And, we,
2: and we, we left them unlocked, right? The manacles? Yes, they're yes. unlocked. We yes. gave each of the prisoners
0: here the key to the manacle and left them unlocked. So even if they found themselves in a tricky situation, they might be able to unlock it or at least get themselves out in some way. Right. Okay. All right. Let's hit the tavern. Yes. Quickly now. So, at what we see, as you're walking along the river's bank, you pass by a house and there's just a single candle burning in a lantern on the front porch. Uh, you can see wax has dripped all over down the, uh, the front of, of that uh, sconce that it's in. And no one moves inside the house. As you pass the next house, it's completely dark. And you round the corner onto a surprisingly busy street for the middle of the night. Um, Where we last left off, I believe I said it was one or a little after that in the morning.
2: Oh, what does the crowd look like? Are they like drunken revelers? Are they, you know, walking around with purpose? Well, what do we see?
0: I think you see a combination of that. I think you see very much like a wild west town on the main street here, um, or this, this spur running off the main street. Um, you see people standing outside and talking in the mist. Uh, you see people pushing hand carts with goods, mostly headed uh, towards the docks, you, you guess. You see uh, several people drinking on multiple balconies that line the tops of these houses. Uh, And just ahead to your right as well is uh, an especially large building. Um, This one, uh, it looks like it has columns and um, a a large rounded chamber uh, kind of in the inside of a courtyard. Um, It looks official, governmental almost. Would be this building right here The uh, beyond the tavern beyond the tavern and this one okay. here is the one that has the balcony with revelers on the top okay um. uh, other than that shops look closed um there are lights on like little candles flickering in the windows uh, of the second stories third stories of some of these buildings people burning the midnight oil
1: how close are we to these people now
0: the the tavern
1: no to just people in the street are we there's i think
0: Up you as you think that as you're walking up here you you see that there are traffic there's traffic flowing both ways on this street uh to your right uh as you're at this intersection of the main street here is a bridge that is covered in ramshackle housing um, that looks much denser than the larger stately buildings here. Uh, and there are several groups of people, two by two, three by four by five, coming down towards the center of town. Um, you, you see a large man walk by with a swordfish. All
1: right. Um... Bart is just immediately going to snap into character once they get close to the crowd or just closer to other people and he's yeah. going to be like oh, Stop tugging on me so hard or I'll bite your ankles you little girl and I'm going to like start struggling
2: oh, the, I'll sh- shake Bart man... really hard <laughs>
0: <laughs> The man with the swordfish just cocks an eye at you kind of but then just keeps walking towards
4: the docks Breeze looks longingly at the swordfish <laughs> <laughs> the All sniffing. right.
3: Come along you two, come along, let's go, we're gonna find, see if we can turn a pretty penny on you. Ah, you're lucky you found us.
4: You scrub face. (laughs) I spit on the ground at his feet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right, you tell him pretty.
0: You guys gonna get into a fight right here now? Is that just a really keep this in character? Roll initiative.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, we we these people didn't even lock us up. The didn't pretty boys escaped!
0: <laughs> Total party kill. Everybody dies. Okay.
4: I'm gonna turn to uh Bart and be like Oh, we forgot to uh come up with names ourselves. Uh I'm I'm Bark. <laughs> wait that sounds like your name
1: yeah maybe these something else wait uh, what are we what are we called we're called what we're called pretty boys is that what we're called i forgot
4: i mean you're yeah. pretty pretty
1: now why don't why don't you be pretty and i'll be boys all right there you go
4: Works See? For me. yeah all right they're never gonna take us alive wait they took roots. us alive <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, uh,
0: I think as you guys sort of try on your new characters for size, and, uh, stretch your thespian muscles, uh, you, you come to the front of this tavern, if you, if you would. Yep, that's the plan, I believe. All right, then I'm gonna move you over to a new map here.
5: Ooh,
1: I love maps. Maps. But this map is just pure nothingness. Oh, wait, never mind, there it is. I see.
0: Can you see things? Yes, to the what, east. What can you
1: see? There's Little's a... There.
0: Sliver so of open. light there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is... Um, in our game world, that is to the north at the moment. We just have to keep the theater of imaginative. <laughs> is, you're coming up here. It's almost impossible to orient all the things the right way. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, it's okay.
1: I think just maybe don't tell us unless it matters, because it's very confusing.
0: Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, that's what, like, when you say to the east, it's like, that's
4: not the east. sure sure um yeah East. does this tavern have like a a name on it or anything
0: yeah let me drag you guys onto the map really quickly here and then we'll sort of catch back up to you walk up to the tavern um i was not sure you were going to go here or not
1: uh we're definitely in the back so y'all get in front you scallywag bounty hunters get up there
3: oh yeah in the front okay yep All right.
0: So, this tavern has an old looking fishing rod hanging over the door here. And the faded wood sign reads, The Snapping Line. There you go. Can you see on the left now? Ooh. Yes. Okay. That's the front of the place. That's the side that you're coming in from. Okay, so the Snapping Line Tavern. Uh, Above the sign, up on the roof, you can see there's a balcony as well that's populated by revelers. I'll reveal it down here. That's the upstairs portion of the map, very similar to how we did the um, First tavern. You would be standing here.
3: There. Yeah. Okay. You walk right in. Let's walk right in.
1: All right, through the doors.
0: All right. Go ahead oh. and move your tokens wherever you'd like to be.
1: Okay. These are all buggers in here.
0: That's a lot of folks. Immediately, you are struck by how busy it is for approaching two in the morning. Um, It seems like the idea of last call here might not exist. Um, There's a man with a floppy leather hat with a white feather coming out of it behind the bar who's tapping uh, a new keg right now. Uh, There's an old man at the bar who looks asleep uh, but has a fully topped off flagon of ale. There are at least three or four tables that have multiple people sitting at them. Some of them look like they're playing games. Some of them look like they are just reading. Some of them converse in low, hushed tones. To the back left of the tavern is a door that seems like it leads into a more stately looking room. Uh, you can't tell if anyone's back there yet. And behind the bar is a swinging door that leads evidently to a kitchen. And a, uh, a man walks out immediately uh, who is holding a tray of hot porridge and begins walking it over towards one of the tables and delivers two bowls. A couple of people look at you when you come in, but they don't give you more than a second's glance.
1: Where's the stinking beer then? Boys is thirsty.
2: Oh, cuff boys on the ear and says, You'll get whatever we give you, prisoner. Ouch. <laughs> well, now bitch. a couple more people look in your direction <laughs> and they're like,
3: What? <laughs> what, is, what are you. Huh? All right, come stop fighting with us. Stop fighting. Um cars is going to um take trees uh not actually forcefully, but pretending to use great force to schlep them. Uh he's going to go towards these table this table down here in the center of the room, in the center. He wants they want to they want to find these uh these pirates or people who okay. they could get information from. So let's uh let's get in on it.
4: Get your dwarven hands off me. Trust me, not like I want
2: to
3: be putting hands on you.
2: I just hiss at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drag, uh, drag, uh, boys over to the table as well. Good ones, hands are a lot
1: softer, pretty. Oh, uh,
0: boy. Uh, okay. Um, at I- this sort of new uh commotion that the drunk on the bar stirs a couple of times Goes (laughs) and it only takes a couple of moments if you guys are just sort of lingering at the table for the um for the bartender to walk around out front and sort of stand about 10 feet away from you and say why then what it'll be
2: Around um, the floor. Oh, you take it away. A, a four of whatever you just tapped. Good, sir. All right. Just a salt spray ale.
0: That'll be... Uh, and he starts counting on his fingers.
3: Uh, Twenty-four silver. All right, here you go. Uh, cars will procure the silver. Um, okay. And adding upon putting the silver on the table. Make sure you feel the uh, the up to the top for these two motioning towards uh trees and Bart. we do this might be the last drink they have for a while now, eh? and he's gonna give a really poor laugh okay he
0: he didn't look friendly before like he did he wasn't smiling at you, and now he's like really not smiling at you and he's <laughs> like, hey then, all right, I'll fill <laughs> him as
3: full as fold goes.
0: And he, uh, goes back to prepare you guys a couple of flagons of ale.
4: Very sarcastically say, Oh, thank you, sir.
1: (laughs) I want it too. Can I get two? (laughs)
0: Uh, He, he, he sort of looks back at you and then, like, just continues doing what he's doing. (laughs) Um... Another tray filled with porridge goes out to uh, another table far across the room. Um, you see over by them, there's uh, candles burning in the window and a fireplace uh, with a small meager fire burning. Um, there's about five people over there that look like they're pretty, pretty drunk right now. Like hunched over, talking in low voices, rolling dice every once in a while, sometimes laughing.
3: Does anyone around us appear particularly swashbucklery? A lot of the people around you appear
0: swashbucklery. Um, <laughs> I'll only just give you a little if you'd like to try to see, like read the room here, why don't you give me a perception check or an investigation check? Okay, I think
4: we should, we should, we all should probably go for that, seeing as, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of curious if anybody is, uh, like, taking any notice of us in particular. So oh, far,
0: we... no. People okay. people have, you know, looked at you more when you started talking than when you entered. Um, the drunk at the bar didn't even fully wake up. Okay. Uh, Karzalek, with a natural one. Uh, you really are, uh, you're too in your character here to, to start to, uh, really pick up on, you're like, looks like a room filled with swashbucklers. Damn okay. it.
1: Arzalek like, gets his beer right as he's trying to do the perception check, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's the inside of the oh, beer mug. It's a <laughs> beer mug, look, look
0: at this beer mug, wow. Uh, they feel it to so the top of his We have a 10 and a 12. Uh, trees, do you want to give a perception check as well, or investigation?
4: Uh, sure. I mean, I rolled a 4. So, nice.
0: so probably, uh, nothing, probably above, not nothing above 15 in this room no. here. Um, well, I can nothing give you something. That. Um, you know, with your combined shifty eyes looking around the room, trying to play it cool, y- you see that, you know, a fair number of people in here are armed. Um, they have similar-looking cutlasses, rapiers, uh, scimitars, um, short swords that you recall sometimes the stinging of the, those blades when you fought the pirates. Um, none of them are wearing the telltale teal headband or teal sash of what you have surmised is probably the crew of
2: the Rust Tide Rider. are they wearing different color headbands and sashes or is it that they took off their headbands and sashes? there are two
0: distinct groups in here now that you mention it um sort of in the center of the room there are people that are wearing red tones orange yellow sometimes fire colors um and sort of around the exterior of the room, uh, the, the farther flung tables by the windows, are people wearing light blue. Definitely not the same as the teal. It's, it's like, a, like a baby blue uh, sort of sash here, a, a square of fabric stitched on the back of a jacket there. And you notice that none of those people wearing those colors are seated at the same table.
5: Okay.
1: Is this like
0: a halfling or a gnome? Yeah, there's there's a pretty actually uh, good variation of races in here, if your idea of diversity is halflings, dwarves, humans, and the occasional elf. Everything pink-skinned is in here, but nothing beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of uh people in here that i will say just for posterity that uh their skin tone is not pink but they might uh be called a pink skin. pink skin still is a derogatory
1: all right uh bart is gonna kind of side i'll try to like s- slither past crow like and sit in a stool that's like over here maybe kind of closer to the table behind him and see okay. if he can hear anything they're talking about
0: okay um I think it doesn't take much to to hear what they're talking about. So this table just down there, there's a dwarf and a halfling sitting at it. Um, And you overhear first what the dwarf says, and they say, Ah, we uh, came back from Chalk Hill today and uh, been washing the shit out of my beard all day. Gets all up in your clothes and your fingernails. I hate it here. Can't wait for this contract to be over and the gnome, uh, sorry, not gnome, the, the halfling agrees. Okay. Um. Uh, another round of porridge comes out. Uh, this time, just, just one bowl uh, being delivered, and he leaves, like, a a little vial of hot sauce with this guy as well. Um, and he goes back into, uh, behind the bar and lingers for a moment. I want everybody to make me a perception check. I
4: will roll. Ooh! My roll is okay. I rolled a 19 plus
2: nothing. Nice. A 19. So the prisoners can, uh, pick up all this. Oh,
1: the pretty boys understand what's going down.
2: (laughs) The perceptive boys
3: is probably more appropriate. (laughs) Um...
0: Bart and Trees, with a 17 and a 19. You... look at this man who's standing behind the bar, who's been serving porridge, walked by you a couple of times, and you do a double take, and... It, it can't be the same boy from the cemetery. It's, it's not him. But he looks just like him. But maybe just a few years older.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> Toby's called brother.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Do you say that out loud?
1: No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Maybe I kind of, like, mutter it to trees, like, uh... Sure. into my chest while, like, leaning towards him. Because we're both seeing the same thing, right?
0: Okay, sure, but, like, you, you like, mention quietly... Yeah. Oh, shit, Joby's got a brother.
4: Okay. Yeah, and nod um, my head. Can I, uh, elbow Crow and yeah. nod to, uh... nod to Joby's brother? You can
0: all non-verbally sort of, like, you know, make eyes over at this person.
4: Yeah, I, I give Crow a very awkward grimace and, like, nod my head towards... Familiar face.
2: I think when Crow catches a glimpse of uh the older Joby, she can't really hide that she's kind of like dismayed and shocked, mm-hmm. and like kind of goes pale, her mouth falls open a little bit, and she fares. Uh, as this as this is happening,
0: um the older version of Joby here um is talking to the bartender with the floppy hat uh and he's you can't hear what he's saying over the 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 crowd here because they're talking quietly too um but he he looks like worried a little bit um and he puts a hand on the back of his neck one time and like scrunches it a little bit and the the guy with the floppy hat nods and pats him on the shoulder and then you see the uh the man that's been serving porridge go back to the kitchen uh and a couple of moments pass and he's been in and out over and over again and he doesn't come back out
3: cars will lean over to the table um addressing crow that loud over there the serving boy you don't think kind of leaving off as an insinuation mm.
4: couldn't be a ghost right <laughs>
3: Maybe Joby didn't actually
1: die, and he's just aged three or four years magically.
4: But I was thinking.
1: Yeah, pretty boy's got big brains.
4: Maybe they figured out the secret.
2: (laughs) uh, Crow kind of just really quietly says, it looks like he's worried about his brother.
1: Mm, Bart is going to grimace a little bit and then snap back into character and be like, yeah, I'd be too.
0: Um, A couple of the, the people at the table next to you wearing the reddish and orange and yellowish tinged uh, bandanas, they uh, sort of stagger to their feet and put their dice back in their cup and uh, raise a hand to the innkeeper who takes his hat off his head and bows a little, slight bow, and they start to wander their way out the front door and uh, down off onto the streets. Uh, as they do that, one of their chairs creaks really loudly, and the drunk at the bar wakes up. And he's, mm-hmm. uh, give one, one more, what, one more, what, just, just one more? This is one more. And the bartender looks at him square in the eyes and says, No, I'm
3: cutting you off. Okay, Cars looks to the party, uh, motions towards the bartender behind the bar and mostly towards the empty stools, and mutters under them, What say y'all we try to get closer, and clearly this bartender's got a solid head on his shoulders. Surely he's seen some news of some parties of the rust Rider come through. Perhaps we can ask him.
2: Uh, Crow orders a nod.
4: Uh, I'm you're a prisoner, so whatever you say, master. <laughs>
3: yeah. Harz rolls his eyes as hard as his dwarven eyes can go.
0: Uh, as, as this exchange is happening, uh, the drunkard rises from his stool and staggers a lot harder than the uh, pirates that were or the privateers <laughs> or whatever. They, you, you guess they're pirates. They look like red versions of the pirates that you fought the other day. But <laughs> um, this drunkard gets up uh, and, and staggers real hard And then he fixes his eyes On the lot of
3: you And squints You, you not been in here before? i we haven't you, Well, let Let me ask you it's An ale for a, a tail? Hmm? But I tell you a story like you never heard. Cars quickly fishes for
2: some some answer from the others. Uh, crow says um, have a seat. We'll we'll get your ale. I like you
1: Bart is just gonna push one of his untouched drinks over towards this guy.
0: okay. Uh, so he he comes over and he gets uncomfortably close to you guys. <laughs> and, um, a little map humor there. Um, and, uh, he, he, he's, he just reeks. This guy smells like beer and piss and just like a, someone who has drunk themselves into a stupor every day for God knows how long. But he, um... He has a little bit of glint in his eye now, and he he sits down and he says, May I and looked at the beer.
1: Here yeah, you, you big drunk drink away.
0: And he takes a, a thirsty, thirsty glug and then wipes it away from his big bristly beard. And he's smiling now and he's got a few teeth left. He's smiling. All right, all right. <clears <throat> he clears his throat. ale <coughs> for <coughs> a nail tail. It's okay, so
1: it's... can we get one moment?
0: What? What?
3: Get hey, team. I was about to start with the tail.
1: I was gonna ask if we could uh, request specific tails.
3: Oh. Uh... And he looks confused. I uh... only know the one. Uh... <laughs> all I right, then.
0: I I. It... Yeah, shoot. Maybe I know one for you. Just for you, little man.
1: Alright. Maybe there's this one that you said you know. Could you tell that one?
0: Uh, I do know that one. Uh, All Alright, good. He he looks like he goes the exact same position again.
3: Alright, nail for the tail.
0: It was a few months ago. Maybe three or four. Uh, well, when, when I wandered into the old Sommore house—not—not—not not, not that nice one over there—and he gestures out towards on the street where you had been before, not—not not there in town, but just just a few miles out of town. You see, I was on a right proper tear, and hoping to acquire some lodgings and victuals. Uh, encouraged by is, the prospect of old Solmore's wine cellar, I, uh, I just decided to... Um, and he, he sort of starts like miming his whole story. I decided
3: to, to descend the stairs. After, after pushing this door open in the back, real, real quiet like. That's when I heard
0: it. And his, his eyes go wide. Ghastly shrieks and piercing wails. And, and, and he looks around, and you can see that a uh, couple of people nearby are rolling their eyes. Like, they've heard this a million times. And he, it must have been a vampire, ten feet tall, or, and it was a spirit. A whole, whole family of ghosts. And, and so, I, so I ran, and I ran, frightened out of my wits. And this, this place, I, I'm thinking, is, is surely haunted. But, brave as I am, I would not risk my life for a drink and a dry place to rest these bones. No, no. So, too old for that now, eh? So, you, I, I found myself a place to sleep in the garden, and next morning went on my way.
1: Eh? Uh, what? You slept in, in the garden of, of the haunted house?
3: Well, they had his big garden.
1: So, uh... I'll, I was I'll tired! Yeah, 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 I bet you was.
3: Well, that's a good You're story, tired. mate.
1: It's a good story. Thanks. I like Can't... it. Here, have another maybe, beer. i On push second him.
0: thought, maybe I do know a second story. And he finishes the first beer.
1: Right, I push him the second one that I have.
2: <laughs> wait, so who, who doesn't have a beer now? Um, uh, Crow would have uh, left both in front of Bart
0: before. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. So you push him another beer, and he says alright, alright. This one I'll I'll take a request. What what do you want to hear about? Uh, My my glory days in the war? The most beautiful lass I ever shagged? What what do you want to hear? No,
1: no. don't, (laughs) Uh, Don't want to hear about that one at all. But um, you know, well. I don't know. Pretty, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of partial to stories about boats, so, like big old boats.
0: Got any stories oh, yeah, about you big come to boats? The right place.
1: Yeah, I'm like interested in like you know, like modern, like recent big old boats. Got any stories about like a big old boat that came through recently? Uh.
0: And he looks genuinely like he's searching the annals of his brain.
1: Uh, Get you another beer if you come up with something, oh, mate.
0: And he squints and starts sipping the beer. I, I mean, there's a few biggins in town right now. I, I don't know much. They don't tell old Brookie that much. The, the name's Cordell Brookie, by the way.
1: Mm. Hey, Pleasure, Cordell. I'm uh, I'm
0: boys. That's a strange name, boys,
3: but. Are, no. How many boys are you?
0: Yeah,
1: he's strange. You sound strange. Well, I lost ain't, it ain't spe- well,
3: my mark out like,
1: spelled
0: you on the head one time. No. Well, right. Boy. And he looks at the other two of you. Why are these brogues wearing
2: shackles? I'm beginning to wonder that myself. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, just oh, let's just take. let's just get rid of these shackles. This is <laughs> it's, it's making our, it's making our lives more difficult. No one, Are you... no one particularly cares at this point.
0: No one has expressed that they care. No,
2: I mean, a yeah. crow saying this to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: I will I say... stand up and be like, <laughs> Ta da and I will <laughs> pretend to do a magic trick. <laughs> and uh yeah, pretend you, like like it was a are mag- you magic trick.
3: a, a traveling show you of the
0: sorts, yes. Um <laughs> the bartender is giving you an eye from behind the bar now. Like, did you just set prisoners free in my bar? Like <laughs> what what is happening here and he's not like doing anything but he is polishing the uh the bar and
4: sort of staring at you like waiting for what happens next i give him a wink and uh ask him uh uh i'm uh, I'm a magician if if you'd like some entertainment or some music yeah i'll wait for
0: his response you're asking the bartender that from across the room I, I,
4: if he's like looking at me, like, he's looking right <clears throat> at you guys. Yeah, for sure. and yeah. like, that's what I'm playing off. So, like, if we're taking off okay. our <laughs> manacles, we got to play it <laughs> off somehow, right? Uh, he squints,
0: keeps polishing the bar, and he says, Noise curfews at three. You, uh, you want, he gestures at the stage over here, you want to sit yourself up there? You can play some music.
4: Magic, what'd you say you do? I can also do mime work if you'd like to keep it down. Alright, let's... Uh, we don't have many
0: mimes. Let's see that. <laughs>
4: alright, alright. Um, I'll, like, look to the group like, I don't know how to do mime work.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, uh, Just, I guess, jollily make my way... Uh, to the stage and like whisper um, whisper to uh, Bart to be like, it might be a good time to take off your m- manacles when I'm up there or something. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> sure when I... they're all distracted. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I go up and I start t- pretending like first I'm like gonna try to pretend like that wind that we were facing and I'm like <laughs> I'm like trying to fight the wind. And and then like I will like be like doing rigging and like oaring and all this other okay. stupid stuff Give me a I've been doing. Check. Right. <laughs> Come on. Oh boy, that's a five plus three is eight. <laughs>
0: okay, with an eight. Let me see here.
4: Hopefully, he uh... just thinks I'm a bad mime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys aren't like. Acting crazy like your prisoners is escaping though, so
0: (laughs) Hold on, I need to read something really quickly here.
4: Um you'll love to hear it.
0: So you got an eight. Yep, an eight. You uh you notice that when you start doing nautical themed miming, um, that a couple of the sea uh a couple of the seafaring, swarthy looking types in here are actually watching you. Uh, and a couple of them throw coins at you at the stage. Um, a couple of them who are playing dice behind you, each of them throw two silver, so that's a total of ten silver, uh, and then the two closest to you throw uh, a handful of twenty-eight copper pieces at you, and they clatter on the stage. Oh. I I bow. Um, the, the bartender looks at you, like, amused that you're doing it, uh but he says and you can hear it from here uh thanks he's a mime more like a fool or a jester i'll take it <laughs> just some entertainment uh he shakes his head and 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 you can you can tell that he's like man fucking drunk people I, my job is crazy <laughs> <laughs>
4: I kind of embarrassingly make my way back to the table and start <laughs> drinking my beer again.
0: <laughs> In Just, like, time, not making Bart... eye
4: contact with most of them.
0: <laughs> In that time, Bart, are you removing your shackles as well? Uh
1: I don't... Yes, sure, Bart will it yeah okay bart Bart will just kind of try to like slip them off without people noticing with his hands like on the table
0: yeah i think during that period of time you are not the most interesting thing in the room anymore uh your party is not so you you can just do that um and no one notices the bartender doesn't give you another evil eye he's i don't think that he necessarily buys your whole situation here but he's seen stranger things and doesn't want to make a problem right. we're not being violent so you're not being violent fine. and you're buying drinks so you can be weird here for a while if if you want
4: yeah um, on that note i'll go up and buy uh another round for uh my crew here okay
0: that's six silver for uh flag and veil, if that's what you're going for Kay. a little bit pricey you you think as you've traveled the world a little bit
4: okay um yeah six silver okay um i give him eight
0: Oh, he he nods at you
4: and says, "All right, a fool who pays his debts." It's looking to make friends always, and I make my way back. Uh, Cars,
3: oh yep, and go ahead. Oh, Cars is gonna put a put a reassuring hand on Cordell, lean in, and tell him, "I, Brookie. we haven't been in these here um, parts." Really? We see, I've seen here you know, a lot of red, a lot of blue. Quite a colorful menagerie of folks in this town, isn't there? Them's, them's different crews.
0: They like to wear a uniform, but, um, you know, too expensive to buy clothes for everybody. You just buy a bunch of, uh, one, one fabric, maybe. tie it, some color.
3: Uh, back in me days, we were orange. And a fine color. And I guess it makes it easy to identify a friend in a fight, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, precisely. And he laughs a, a big three tooth grin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I say, Brookie, have you seen, aside from these reds and blues, have you seen any other crews around here recently? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've, I've uh, seen the, the purple ones,
0: the them boys from Fogara. Uh, There's even a, a pack of pirates down here from, uh, from Jordus Cay, all the way from, from palm trees, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice right about now, sitting under a palm tree, just on the beach, have a coconut.
1: Yeah, that does sound very nice. I'm partial to coconuts.
0: Uh, but to,
3: to answer your question, uh, there's lots of crews here in Ringcobing. I makes sense. Makes sense. You, you 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 folks need uh need answers.
0: I I must admit I'm more of a uh spooky storyteller. If you um, do you want to
3: hear the one about the vampire again? I could tell that one. For days. Oh uh, no, no, we're good. We're good. Thank uh, you. Bucky. All right. But um, h- humor us, will you? Do Do you happen to know any? is uh, gonna glance over across at his uh, friends at the table. Do you happen to have any stories about uh, the local cemetery here? Any strange goings-ons? Yeah, y- you're
0: asking about me story. The up up in the cemetery, old Soulmore Cemetery. There's a there's uh a, a, a big grave an altar some some folks what think it's uh it's, it's where they buried the alchemist from from the Solmore family that's, that's why the, the family ponied up made a whole new cemetery nearby is uh some folks think it's haunted just like the manor
3: mm. I know that that's a funny story now isn't it
0: like I said truth as well I've whole family of ghosts or uh, that's what I said right it was,
1: yep. yeah ghosts family of All ghosts right. in, a, yeah. in a 10 foot tall vampire it's, uh, yeah
0: oh yeah yeah that too
1: yeah Yeah, uh, bart is going to shuffle up and uh ask for some sparkling water or just some water
0: uh he looks at you the bartender and i don't think he knows what sparkling water is um uh, like, maybe, maybe mineral water, water.
3: sparkles yeah uh,
0: you from you're from not round here then
1: no no not
0: from you around here only water that bubbles up round here you don't want to drink
1: Fair enough, friend. Fair enough. I'll just take whatever water you got that's safe to drink, then.
0: We got a barrel going, and he cracks open uh, the side of uh, a barrel and reaches a a mug down into it and puts it in front of you, and it is not appetizing. He says, I'll be a copper. Yeah, give him a copper.
1: Mm, This just happened often, just craziness and drunkards here and just kind of gesture over the the crowd of people behind me.
0: He sort of shifts to, uh, polishing a different area of the bar, and he shakes his head at you, and he says, Night's no, not too different from any other night. They, they look harmless to me. Yeah, hey, yes. This is your friends.
1: If, uh, if you were looking for, like, where where do, how many docks do you have in this town? Where big boats come
0: I in? don't know how many exactly. Several. At least half a dozen wharfs big enough for for galleons and caravels. and i I'm not a sailor, I must admit. i'm I'm a bartender by trade.
1: I see, I see. No worries, friend, and I'm going to wander
4: off with my glass of water. Um as I'm drinking uh, my ale, I'm gonna lean into the rest of the gang and be like, uh, seems to be getting late. Um, I don't know about the rest of you, but the journey here took some things from us. Uh, should we get a room and go to sleep for the evening? Or should we keep
2: hanging out with our, our good friend Cordell here? Uh Crow will kind of just had this kind of impatient expression and she just leans in to, to Brookie and just asks him point blank do you know a ship called the Rust Tide Rider?
3: Um, I've, I've heard of it.
0: Uh, it's is one of the ones probably in town now. She was in town a few weeks ago. I know them. Them's a nasty crew but like I said, wouldn't mind being under a palm tree right now myself. So I see why they are able
2: to recruit uh, reasonably well.
5: Do you Them know where this nasty?
2: Georgia... Hey, said, do you know where this nasty crew stays when they're visiting? They've got a ship big enough to stay on board.
4: Probably got hammocks and beds for everybody. Well, thank you, Brookie. Um. Did anyone respond when Crow said the rust-tied rider in in the bar at all? Like, is anyone listening to us, I guess, for one thing? And Um, if anyone heard that, did anyone respond?
0: You notice that the only thing that has changed since the last time you sort of scanned around the room is that the group closest to you with the dwarf and the halfling, they seem like they're staggering home as well. Um, no one seems to, you know, train their gaze on you and you didn't notice anybody, like, fall quiet when you said the name. Um, if anything, it just seems like kind of the the night here in the bar is winding to a close as, uh, it begins to be after two in the morning. I
2: suppose trees is right.
0: Again, this this town, uh, this town, just from a, a, a table talk sense, this town is at least half as big as Schloss Glesher is. Um, that place had two major taverns that you know about, but this place seems like, even though it's half the population, it probably has dozens, or at least a handful. Um, (laughs) just a different demographic here. Right. Um, Makes sense. So, you you think to yourself, like, along that main drag that you saw, there could have been a few taverns, even. Um, the odds of them being specifically in this one here tonight, at this exact hour,
3: not super high. Kraus will lean in. Hopefully, Brookie isn't too keen to their privy to their discussion, but he's going to lean in. Iso, what do you what do you all think? Should we find a place to turn in for the night? Maybe strike out early before any bright minded pirate would be awake. Or should we head to the docks? Perhaps we can catch our eyes on on some pirates of the of the teal sashes. I
2: think we should head there now.
1: I, I think it's a fine idea to go now. Find the ship, and make sure it's actually here, and then if there's no movement, wait until dawn to see if we can follow one of them or some such.
0: This makes sense. Shall sounds sounds I to put me. us? Shall I put us back on the city map then?
4: I think so. I'll go. All right. And can I just clarify something from the conversation with, uh, Brookie said that the rust tide Rider did, did it seem like it was the same ship that's from the Jordan's key? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess one thing I would like ask him, I guess before we leave is like, if he, uh, Uh, do you know if they're going, if they're here for long or do you have any information about that? Just, uh, if if it's anything like before, they,
3: they're here, then they're gone, then they're here, then they're gone. I can't say how many days between. I've, I've been doing this uh, here tale for a nail for a few years.
4: Well, that's some tale that you've got to tell. Um, I, uh take out uh, three copper pieces and pad them on his jacket and let them fall into his pocket.
0: He looks very genuinely happy. He has these ruddy, big Santa Claus cheeks, you know? And he's like, oh, thank you, kitty cat.
4: Uh, Ah, now don't let us find you in a ditch in the morning. Oh, I, all right. All right, and we head out.
0: Okay. Wonderful. Back on the street. It's approaching three in the morning. Not dawn yet, but it will be dawn soonish. What's the game plan here? Bart just
1: wants to get eyes on the ship. It's basically where he's at right yeah, now to so make sure whether it's here or not. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I think I, I follow on that. Yeah. There are when you exit this tavern there you're getting right here there's a left turn a right turn and there's
2: an alley in front of you what is uh what would you like to do i think we think we know that the general direction of the docks because that's where the yeah. water yeah. is so
0: but you're oh, left 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 un- until you yeah. get to the the mcguffin and you win the campaign yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so take a left and head Back to the intersection that you were at moments ago, and then track through, around the road to the docks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, okay.
4: Following the shoreline. Okay. Just and that, like keeping that way, an just, for ships and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That way is more more like it because there's not a road between those structures there. Exactly. Um, okay. And it's the so, biggest
4: ship, so it should be pretty easy to spot. Right. Right.
0: So you walk down to the intersection of um let's see here let's have to look at my guide here so you you come to an intersection um at the mouth of this river like where the the river turns into the bay that this sits on um and it says on a old worn sign flapping uh in the slight breeze uh shark fin bridge and This is the one I described as covered in shacks, um, ramshackle construction with lights on in several of them, like little paper lanterns hanging across some of it. Um, And seems like it's on this side of town, if you were to follow the bridge across, it looks much more worn and like a slum over there. Um, To your left, is another street that runs parallel to the road that you were just on. And this one has small market stalls that look all closed. It has stores of lumber and stone and bales of hay under uh, tarps and all sorts of goods uh, sort of arrayed to be transported from here to somewhere or just arrived, Um, docked. At this uh, collection of wharfs here, there's about four or five in your view. Uh, each of them have lanterns on them uh, before the coast bends up uh, to the east. The wharfs in front of you, there's really only one large ship um, that you can see and a collection of smaller ones. I'll put it on the map here for you. Can you see that? Yes. yes. Ooh, cool. That is a large ship. Um, you estimate it's maybe double the size of your keel boat. And to be super clear, here you see small boats here, small boats, here, small boats, here, small boats, here's a big boat.
1: Um does it look like the boat that we saw before? No. No. Okay. Let's keep on then. Yeah, on
0: on on.
3: along the cruises.
0: Okay. So you continue walking along here, I'll say you can get to right around here, and I'll give you some more description. Uh, You pass by on the left now, um, the governmental-looking building with the columns and the sort of rounded chamber in the middle. Um, And on your right, those closed-looking market stalls, you can see uh, a couple of people, smoking, sitting on barrels. Uh, A couple of them got green bottles that sort of glint in the lantern light. And they look like they're hanging out before their shift starts, which is probably only in a couple of hours. Um, You also see a couple of people walking, uh, like you saw with hand carts coming down to this area and they look like they're about to start setting up shop for the market. Um, okay. Additionally, ahead of you, see, right ahead of you is a very large tiled, uh, tile-roofed building um, that looks very well kept. It has a small garden out front of it, and the entire first floor, the lights are on. Like, there's candles and can- uh, candelabras, chandeliers, um, oil lanterns.
1: Does it have any sort of identifying thing, like a signpost, placard?
0: If you continue walking up to it, you you see um, carved in in, in the front of this uh, sort of stone barrier wall between the garden and the street, there are seahorses every so often on the uh, fence posts. And um, there's a, a single word etched into the iron gate. Prime water. Okay.
1: No new boats swim into view though.
0: Actually, as you reach here, a couple of pretty large boats around the size of your keel ship, but not the size of a galleon. Um appear. I mean, uh, you do appear. They were there already. You you're walking along this. Yeah. It's, it's there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, maybe more wharfs. Okay. And you've done six of them, and you see yep. some boats of considerable size. There's even someone rowing across the harbor right now, in a little tender.
1: I mean, Bart's just gonna keep on walking until he sees something or he gets to the end. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I figured that that would be uh, what you guys would do in this in this case. Um, so you, you round the corner now, uh, as far as the river goes, and you're along the seashore. Um, and you're gonna pass by a couple more buildings. So it's Sort of like a, a tour of town, in a way, mm-hmm. you're getting. Um, at your right, as you round the corner, there is a ginormous, tall, five-story building. And it's got some oil lanterns lit outside, and is, uh, it's got a big icon painted on the front of a fish going into a can. <laughs> um, on your left is a, the telltale smokestacks of a blacksmith's shop. Uh, And you continue walking past these these landmarks until you come to an intersection with a street with a wharf at the end of it. And you see, finally, the rush tide rider. Oh, snap. Moored at these two wharfs, in your view, are two colossal ships with pretty different masts and riggings They're both of a similar size, but one really jumps out to you as the one that you tailed into the harbor here and then hid your
2: craft amongst the reeds. Is there uh, any activity around the ship or is it kind of uh, closed up for the night or, or what? I would say yes and yes.
0: Uh, It looks like there's, just like everywhere else in town, they don't seem to mind burning a little bit of whale oil to uh, keep things lit. And uh, there's lanterns every so often across the upper deck. You can make out, like you saw before, three distinct decks with hatches and windows, Um, and then a forecastle and aft castle as well. the sails are all furled. There seem to be a gangplank uh, stretched out from the wharf to the ship. It is it is moored here. They are they are docked at this harbor, and it is the middle of the night. And there's definitely a couple of people walking around up on the
2: top deck. Okay. Um. There's a building between us and the wharf. Uh, what might that be? The building between
0: you and the wharf. Um, there's actually a, a, a couple. You st- There's right. one seems to be apartments right here closest to you. Um, the next one seems to be a. Uh, it, I would I would say it's like a uh, a private residence, but maybe uh, like duplexes or townhouses. Hmm. And then to your left is a very large house that. Um, It doesn't look very nice but it's very big um and there's definitely people awake in it as well you think to yourself like wow this town never goes to sleep um makes sense uh but yeah this is a residential area of town you just passed by a cannery a blacksmith uh the market it seems like as you continue up to the uh See. As, uh, it seems like as, as you continue up to the east back towards where you came originally in from the graveyard you know this looks more like residential buildings than the industrial or slummy side of town
5: hmm.
1: are there any inns or bed and breakfasts or anything like that around right
0: here? right here at this intersection uh not that you can tell though um, down the street, uh, continuing, if you were to continue walking down the street, there looks like there is another public house with people sitting on the front porch. Uh, you don't know exactly what it is, you'd have to walk up to it to see. Is it this one? That one, you can't see, because it's on okay. the other side of this house.
4: Um, I had a random other question. Um, <clears throat> do the ships seem like they're together, or of the same make?
0: no they do not seem okay, like the they make they're, they're just both very large ships um yeah. one key difference for example is the uh number of masts there's just a different number of masts um mm-hmm. and you can tell like the angles and curves of them just are different cool
2: um is the one closer to us the rust tide rider or the one yes. a little further east okay closer this to one us. right it's here first. smack dab
0: in the middle of town they have nothing to hide here. Alright,
2: well I
1: mean Bart's objective is gonna be able to, is gonna to be to try to find a place to kind of sleep and stay where you can keep an eye on the boat at the same time.
0: Okay. Well you know of one place to sleep and stay, but you would have a hard time keeping an eye on the ship from there. True.
1: Hmm I mean I would go forward and look around and scan, like you know, do some spirals out from this area looking for so a place. So keep
0: walking around idea. town, and your your goal is right now to look for a place to stay. That's that would be my within... pitch.
1: Yeah. Now somebody else has an idea.
2: I I do think that keeping eyes on this boat uh, is the is the key. So maybe is there any place where we could feasibly loiter and and watch the boat without being too inconspicuous i mean hanging out on this nice residence front yeah. patio may seem a little a little <laughs> suspicious
0: um i think it's it's a good question and and i will say uh as as you do sort of wonder that and and sort of like you know without trying to make too much of a scene like look around like john travolta in that in that gif yeah uh, <laughs> like, what, what do we know um you you see that this big house next to you Um, there's people coming and going from it, even at this hour, and there's, like, a smoking patio. Um, it doesn't look like an inn, but it's, like, there's clearly people, and you could probably ask them, like, Hey, what's the deal with this house? Can we stay here? But, uh, I'm not just gonna say you immediately find an inn exactly where you Mm -hmm. want it to be, you know? You guys gotta go explore and find it yourself.
2: Let's go to that place. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. You approach these smokers sitting outside this big house uh, mm-hmm. near this wharf. Okay,
4: let me tell um, you what you find. Uh, how far away or how long ago did we leave the sh- our ship, our keelboat?
0: Like how um, far away is it? You, you—it's only probably a mile or two okay. away from town, stashed in the in the reeds. Um, cool. You you noticed when you came into town that it's sort of like uh, this town is the high ground in the area, and around here is very marshy. Um, So there's plenty of places to stash it just here off the map. You know, maybe population of permanent residents of like a thousand people or so, and people coming and going all the time.
4: Okay. Um, So if they leave, our ship, our boat isn't that far away. No,
0: yeah, your boat would you be able to run back there within half an hour easily and follow them or something, you know. Uh, oh. if that was your plan. So, but this this house, right right outside here. Um, you see uh, flyers actually, um, sort of scattered around at the uh the base of this uh, entrance to this house where there are a couple of uh miscreant looking people with you know kind of not so nice clothes like look like they're they're down on their luck um they're they're sitting there and they look up expectantly at you when you walk
2: up Uh, i mentioned there were flyers that we could pick one up yeah exactly uh, definitely okay
0: let me tell you what it says My dog's doing crazy shit now, too. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Okay. So the flyers, they read, any information relating to the Vermilion Ring, please submit at the Hansmeister's office. 100 gold pieces to anyone who can provide information. About an organization called the Vermilion Ring. And it's got a picture on it of a silhouette of a person with a question mark in the middle of them.
3: Mysterious. And I these imagine... flyers
0: look like they were discarded and just like all over the floor of this uh, entranceway to this big house with these sort of like teenagers looking at you smoking a cigarette at three in the morning.
4: Have we heard of the Vermilion Ring?
0: Um I don't think so no um you guys aren't frequenters of of this town in particular and uh the best you're you're guessing here is maybe this is a more local problem
1: cool. is there a, a free table or free chairs around
0: um so it's not like a a table and chair situation it's just like a little gravel smoking area um outside this big house
1: yeah uh, I'm Bart. is just gonna walk up to the closest team to be like excuse me is it okay if uh what? we uh stick around here i'm a smoke off you if i could as well
0: mm, not up to me but i mean if you, I, I would say if you ask old shirley she'd let you stay probably but she's dead now uh
1: it's it, problematic where?
0: Uh, yeah, she was real nice, this, this, this Sutton lady, but, well, you know what, here, yeah, let me, let me give you the tour. Uh, this is the Oland house. Uh, pe- people like us, who uh, sort of, maybe between opportunities, uh, come here. Mm, they always find a work for us. Uh, you, you looking for a job, little one? You, mm-hmm.
1: For now, just looking for a place to rest my feet. Maybe have a smoke. (laughs) He
0: he laughs.
3: You rest your feet at night, maybe, if you don't have duties. But, uh, the deal here is you work, you eat, and sleep.
1: Yeah, it's fair, but it's night right now, so I'll I'll rest my feet.
0: Sure those dishes need be doing?
1: Are you, are you suggesting that I go into this place and do dishes?
0: Look, look, little little punk here, I, I'm suggesting that you do something if you want something, all
3: right? You asked me, here's the deal, that's the deal.
1: Fair, fair enough. I, I shall avail myself. Point me to the dish pit.
0: Uh, I'm in, in here and he just gestures back and you sort of see like this house is as you all walk in, there's a big, long table with a few people sitting at it. They look tired. Uh, some of them look like they've been up all night. Some of them look like they have just getting up now. Um, and it seems like not so much an inn, but like a boarding house. Um, and the deal is you work on one of the big things on the chalkboard uh, and you get to stay and eat. You don't. You got to leave
1: What's on the chalkboard.
0: A lot of things are on the chalkboard. Um, Every chore you can imagine. There's uh, mucking the uh, sewer drain that comes out of the latrine. There is doing dishes. There's cooking meals. There's two sailing ships that uh, are looking for crew members for fishing. One's doing crab and one is doing tuna. Mission Town.
1: It to, yeah, wanted to be on Deadliest Catch. Let's go. <laughs> um, Bart is going to go up and cross off mucking the the latrine, and going to go muck some latrines while keeping an eye on this boat.
0: Okay, uh, this is a good time to uh, to maybe go over the state of sanitation in Ringkoping. Um, there isn't any sanitation in Ringkoping. Uh, in Floss Glacier, there's town mm. water and even town sewer in some places. Uh, but here, it is throw it out into the street and hope that the people that are in charge of your street have uh, angled the drains in a way that it drains successfully into the river. Or in here, there's like a thin trench that you can see if, if my pings are working now. yep. Um, it, it's, it runs from the back of the house straight to the beach
1: yeah so bart is gonna walk along this trench molding earth uh kind of (laughs) casually and just like basically you know plowing it out towards the water
2: uh crow will jump on dish duty and uh she'll she'll kind of just blaze through it she'll just kind of wave her hands and cause the water to quickly (laughs) rush around magically and even like clean it so it's nice and clear okay and just uh magic it clean really fast um
0: Cars, trees? you guys doing to fit in here?
4: No, I don't remember what is left, so I, I oh, can't There's, there's like
0: uh, <laughs> plenty of household duties. You could go okay. and make beds, you could go and, uh, you know, get- Can me, I cook breakfast? Provisions. Sure. You can offer to cook breakfast. It, it's, cool. uh, it looks like there's four meals they serve a day here, not three. One is served in the middle of the night.
4: Ooh. That's Taco perfect. Bell.
0: Perfect. <laughs> <Port now. laughs>
4: I'll make some dirty dishes for, uh, Crow to clean. <laughs> all right, all right.
3: Uh,
0: before and heading
4: in cars.
3: cars is gonna—he's gonna make one last-ditch effort to get some direct information. He's gonna pull out his pipe and tinderbox. He's gonna light it and, up uh, with the lads outside. All right. Uh, take a long draw from his pipe. Uh, nod his head towards the rust-tide rider and that ship over there. It's The rust-tide rider, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So I've heard. The, uh, What's the deal with that? You see. See people, is it a busy ship? Lots of crew coming and going. She's been
0: here a couple of times, last few weeks. Uh, the same guy from before says, uh, You know, I, I gotta say, usually, folks come here and they got a ship like that. They want to burn all their money in town. You know, the games, ladies,
3: men friends of yours and he gestures kind of like knowingly over at the tabaxi i don't judge anybody what they like hey no judgment here friend (laughs) i friends traveling companions of mine and as you say i can imagine a ship that large you're probably out at sea for quite a long time and no doubt when you make land you want to Definitely cut loose a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm young, but when I'm in port, between jobs even, I like to get me jollies out, you know? But these blokes, they just uh, sit up there in their ship, load stuff, unload stuff. Seems like keep a... They're they're running a tight ship, as they say.
3: I say to... On that note, do they ever give you lads work to do around here? Do you ever Oh
0: no, no. That's the kind of crew you need to prove yourself to if you wanna get with. Uh, I, f- I think they're from uh from from
3: the tropics. What with uh, the the elutra George's K, something like that? Right, right, coconuts, palm trees and the like. We ah, know. yeah. Never had me one of those. <laughs> me neither, friend, me neither. Well, it sounds like you've seen them here. It's in the seasons, where do they do they have a, a watering hole, a gathering spot? Or no, do they just I, run I say, right they, across they the town? Just,
0: they just seem all business. Uh, they no, and he gestures at the other ship up the way. He says, I don't even know that one's name, but she's here tonight. And let me tell you, saw seen every single one of them sailors come off like a grand parade.
3: I see, I see. Well, you wouldn't reckon they'd be leaving anytime soon, would you? I don't know. You seem awfully curious about that ship. What's it to you? Ooh. Good <laughs> moment. <morning>. Cars <laughs> is going to. Obviously, he's talked himself into a corner. He's going to take a second to uh, look down, kick at the gravel at his feet. Oh, no. Nothing. Just curious. Just make it small talk. You know, I've <laughs> not been one to do chores around very often myself, so. I spend any time All out you. here avoiding the work And there is a. Uh, Good time spent indeed.
0: Um, so he he shrugs at you, looks kind of like, I don't know, and he puts out a cigarette and uh, he says, "Can can I bomb some of that pipe tobacco, eh? Aye, aye,
3: of course. And Thanks, thanks, mate. Name's Tim. Tim? Kraz. Nice to meet you. Kraz! I like you dwarfs. You know what? Then uh, them traditionalists,
0: they can say what they want, but I, If you ask me, I'd throw me a lot in with the loyalists around here Them's loyal to the king uh, they, They're inviting these, these here dwarfs from Barbuldar They're gonna build us a big mine I'll get me a job in the mine Retire early Big pile of gold
3: and silver I like where your head's at It's hard work, but it's good, honest work
0: Yeah, I I was born here, but, uh, you know, I could see a change of profession. Fish, fish ain't all there is to
3: life. It certainly isn't. All right. Well, I guess I've tarried here long enough. I'm off to go assist my friends. Good night. And he he sort of pulls
0: a beanie over his head uh, and looks like he he downs uh, a little uh, slurp of his flask that he has. He says, all right, I'm off to work.
3: (laughs) All right. Be well. Be well. I uh, see you later, Kraz! <laughs> Likewise. Hmm. And Kras is going to head on in. And what what were the remaining tasks? I, I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, no, just we, just
0: general. What? Like, there's there's uh, many more that I have not listed. There's a right. big chalkboard filled with duties. You know, making beds, cleaning uh, the the table here, mopping the floors. Uh, oh, he'll he'll get it,
3: down to it with the busybody work. Okay.
0: So and you guys are, are taking up a uh, job here, and it seems like this is closer to like uh, an anarchist collective than like a business or something here. Like if you work, you stay. If you don't, they kick you out. Uh, and people are, are like, there's not many folks at this hour compared to what you would estimate during the day based on how many rooms there are around here. But uh, people are rubbing up against you guys and asking you general kind of small talk questions, but no one here seems to be super frying about your, your past. Like, maybe this is a place that people go to kind of forget about their past and get a new start.
2: Well, I think the order of business would be to try to find a sleeping quarters that sort of face the Rust-Tide Rider. Okay. Um, so we can, I guess, just take our... Take our rest and take our watches and see if anything changes on the boat. Okay. Yep. Makes Second that. Sounds like a great plan.
0: I don't think yes. it'll be even that hard to find a room up there. Maybe even you guys like ask uh, when when you find one, is this all right if we take this one? And people are like, yeah, it's empty. Go for it. You know? like. Yeah. Just don't make a mess of it. And, uh, you know, breakfast is at six.
4: Mm, thank you pretty soon yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you guys like came basically here. between the midnight meal and breakfast you know
2: but trees made breakfast right right trees so is, I... is
0: making breakfast trees right? okay.
2: what are you trees making what are you making yeah, trees? yeah what are
4: you um, making uh kraken. i imagine there's eggs let's there's let's eggs. go gamlet omelet and uh and hash browns <laughs> okay scatter, scatters other covered
2: for me please <laughs> yes of
4: course of course
0: <laughs> there's I eggs, know you, there's uh, potatoes, a beans, t- fish,
4: all sorts of stuff. Fabulous. I, uh, prepare as much as I can for, uh, the yeah. morning peeps, and then I pass out.
0: There's, a there's, like, a cook who, who sort of is, like, already on the staff here and is waking up and is telling you what to do for prep, and... You're not exactly in charge of the meal, but you're, uh, ah, yes. you're able to to help out. Chopping. Yeah, exactly. Are- um... And so I guess we see time pass, and hour after hour, you guys find ways to make yourselves busy here at the Oland House. And the ship doesn't move. It, uh, the only, the most exciting thing that you see is around dawn, uh, some folks up on the dock uh, activate uh, a little crane That they're able to, uh, using just lines pulled by hand, uh, they're able to use a a few uh, able-bodied sailors to hoist some pretty heavy-looking cargo up onto a crank, and then crank a big wooden wheel, and move a box off the ship onto the dock. Interesting.
1: Uh... Does the box go anywhere after
0: they do that? It goes onto the dock and and waits there. Uh, and some more time passes. If, if you are just going to continue watching this ship from the hotel place you're in.
1: I mean, I, yeah, I'm figuring it's kind of like a montage of us watching, taking turns at the window, and then sure. doing tasks. Unless people want have a plan or want to react to something.
0: Yeah. All right. Roll um. me, all of you guys. I've not made you do anything like this yet. Roll me, each of you. A stealth check, just to, I will do a cumulative DC and see if anything jumps out to anybody based on your behavior while you're all trying to, you know, suddenly just get into the job here, but also try to keep an eye on this ship and ask about it and,
4: you know. Stealth, okay. Oof. So that's a what? Okay. A Seventeen, a seven, a twelve, and a ten. Yes. So cars
2: broke, Cars busting it out. The stealth and the heavy armor. Forty six. <laughs> yeah. Forty six. Really putting right. this back into the
0: uh, Yeah. So a forty six total. Um, you you guys get the sense that you know no one has outwardly except for the the guy Tim asked you like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you asking about that shit? Um, so you don't feel like more than your normal level of paranoia about this situation.
4: You don't feel like there's any, like,
3: Oh no, our cover is blown! You know?
4: I think, um... um, Sorry, go go ahead.
3: ahead. No, 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 please, go ahead.
4: Um, I think, um, if we're not doing anything about the box, um, I think at that moment I would probably, if we're not long resting right now, we're just, like, taking mulches, um, I guess, um, I would be like, um i could uh perhaps talk to uh some seagulls or some animals and see if they could uh, <laughs> go and investigate for us but i don't to go just like see it they could go i don't know if we could learn more because we're not
2: getting much out of these people without that's a them. brilliant idea trees it's too fishy okay okay for that matter uh, bart could even just Become a seagull and this is alight true. upon the mast. True. Oh, and then I could again. talk to Bart.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Yay. good That's idea, plan. Trees. Good idea.
0: I'm down to try that.
2: We're down.
1: Uh, Bart, are there, I mean, like, are there seagulls on the boat over there as well? I mean,
0: they're they're not like you don't see any seagull lingering for too long on the but boat. They're around, uh, but they're around. I mean, like, yeah. That okay. seagulls don't really get to make uh, nests on ships because sailors get mad.
1: Okay. So, uh, when sometime when Bart like says he has to go for a piss or something behind a bush, he's going mm-hmm. to turn into a seagull and fly out to the ship and land on, or like okay. hover around the mast and uh, try
4: to talk
1: to any of the other seagulls that are around.
4: Okay. Um, I so, w- go ahead. I'd like to give him inspiration before he leaves, so he has a D6 to okay. lose in case. And-
0: I'll say now it's approaching seven in the morning. You guys can all take the benefits of a
4: short rest if you need to. Right, right. Um, um, I can play a song of rest too. So if you're using hit dice, you can add an extra D six to your hit dice. Uh, healing. I am fine, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine too. I just okay tuning up yeah
0: okay so you turn yourself into a bird and take off towards the ship the first thing that you see is this ship is much bigger in person than it was sitting from back on the the shore it looked imposing from there but when you're, when you're perched up on the, the mast, uh, the main mast of this thing, you see it's got dozens of sails. There are dozens of people coming in and out of the ship. Uh, there's a couple of doorways that lead into the fore and aft castle uh, that seem like people are sort of coming out from and stretching. Um, they're all wearing teal bandanas or uh, teal, you know, on some accent on their clothing um, and people are doing the basics of ship maintenance as well as the uh, the main cargo uh, hatch is open and they are hoisting, one at a time, barrels and crates out of the hold and onto the dock.
1: And I see if these barrels and crates have any sort of identifying label or is like marking or anything like that.
0: Um from the mast, no.
1: Can I flutter down and circle right, over um, a bit.
0: So like you want to you want to circle the hatch where they're bringing a cargo out. Is that what No, they they're
1: they're going to pick them up on a crane, right?
0: Right. And then they're, you know, guiding moving them by the hand over to the dock.
1: Yeah, I'll just try to do like a swoop by where like I fly by one of the ones that's moving from the boat onto the dock. Okay.
0: Okay, fly by and give me a perception check. per
4: Perception, it's low. It's a nine. A nine. You Can use your inspiration. True. Whenever you want. Just a reminder. I feel like a nine is
1: too low unless I get a six.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do Who knows? I go so the DC the six? of this?
0: Is to obtain different information. You know, I, I also Maybe will say, uh, as, a, as a point of, of game theory here, um, I really, really dislike success fail perception checks for sure. give me some go. information <laughs> about this. Story. I got a 10. I you got, got a 10. 10. Nice. So, I, I mean, a 10 <laughs> is better than a 9. There's a this lot of true. things in this game that are DC 10 versus true. DC 5, you know? Great. So, t- moreover, I I really, uh, I think it's important that you guys understand that as a game master, when somebody rolls a perception check on something, I have options. I can give you the flat out truth. I can give you the truth plus some flavor. I can give you only flavor. I can give you misinformation. I can give you a half truth. I can give you a lot of different stuff. So the DC always means something. So with a ten. As you fly over these crates, you just notice that they're they're a little bit waterlogged, one of them. Um, like it drips as it goes. And the only thing you could infer from that is perhaps these are the crates that were pulled from the shipwrecks. Hmm.
1: Okay. Um I'm going to go back to uh see if I can talk to any of the birds and and basically okay. ask any of the other birds around here if they have seen uh a small halfling girl with a shock of uh, reddish blonde hair and a mole right below her left eye.
0: Okay. Um you are able to find, uh, just perched on one of the pilings on the dock near the ship, uh, a couple of seagulls that are hanging out and fighting over position there, uh, and you're able to talk to them. What would you uh, you ask if they've seen that girl?
1: Yeah, like a small halfling girl on this yeah. boat, in specific.
0: Oh, on this boat? Um, yes. They say, Brah! No, brrah!
1: Okay, thank you. Have you seen, maybe, a girl fitting that description anywhere else in town?
0: Yeah, she's by the docks. All the time. And,
1: uh, Bart is going to pause for a moment and be like, A small halfling girl with a shock of red hair and a mole underneath her left eye.
0: Ah, I rolled a 19! I remember exactly!
1: <laughs> uh, well, when when does she come down to the docks?
0: Um, and they sort of jump up and down a little bit, and they fight over the spot that they're trying to sit at, and the other one chimes in and says, she <speaking> here every day! Almost every day recently! <speaking>
1: it's, 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 it's this dock you say, good bird?
0: The docks, brat, and they oh, take off. Okay. Hmm. I, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're flying uh, to the west, just to the next pier.
1: Sure. Uh.
0: But I mean, you did get some information from them. You you yep. did learn that there is a girl that meets Molly's description that they have seen around here recently right a okay lot.
1: so bart is going to like fly up in the air and see if he can circle higher to see if he sees the shock of red hair anywhere probably not necessarily expecting to be right. able to see it but in, uh in gonna
0: the early that. dawn light uh you see the town from the bird's eye view and you probably you know see what we see on the map here um mm-hmm. this big ridge uh sort of ends in a little channel that protects the majority of the uh the town's wharfs from the harsh currents of the ocean uh and you see the two large ships and a assortment of smaller and medium-sized craft you see people milling around down there a couple of people uh look like they have red hair but you think yourself no that can't be her no that's not her you don't see her
1: okay um I will fly back down to my compañiones. All right, uh, I mean,
4: you can't talk to me without spending a spell, right? Uh, um, I could be ritually casting the entire time you're gone, so I still have two spell slots left. Okay, I'm going to land in your little ritual circle then and hop around a bunch.
1: I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> blink, 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 and ah, I'll, yes. I, w- I will relay the the story that I was told and, like, peck peck a little brood drawing
4: of Molly into the floor. <laughs> I will be relaying this to everyone. Even though he could just do it when he's done.
5: <laughs> Being
1: a bird. Yeah. Hey, but <laughs> so, I can still fly for, like, you know, like, probably like 40 minutes, so... <laughs> where is this
0: yeah, conversation right. taking place?
4: <clears throat> In our room? Do we have a room together? Right? You have a room. You could fly through the window. Yeah. I figured that's where they were, so... And okay. that's where I'm doing the ritual
0: okay um so i think we see all of you sort of huddled around bart in a seagull form and trees relaying what your scout has discovered that there's a boat they're moving cargo off of it there's lots of people on it easily at least the number that you guys killed double um there's A group of seagulls that have seen a person that matches the description of molly and they seemed confident right away that they had seen her right around here before a bunch
4: unbelievable hmm
1: truly most suspicious now these birds could just have trouble with like time and be thinking about when they saw her before. They are
0: birds, remember? Yes. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, for sure. We, uh, they they are able to. Uh, I think it says in the in the Dungeon Master's Guide or something like that. It says like that uh, animals that your players speak to are able sometimes to relay basic information about who mm-hmm. has been where and when, what has been happening. But their understanding and comprehension of the human or humanoid world is limited. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Hey, bird, I'm not happy. What should I do? Eat
0: garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, That that does work, actually. (laughs) Yeah, eat garbage and go lay eggs on a cliff.
2: A really good spot on a cliff. Hey, (laughs) go lay an egg on a cliff. That's what is good in life. So um, did the birds think that Molly or this person that looks like Molly, like, exited the ship? Onto the ducks. Didn't get
0: that information. Okay. You never heard anything about whether or not she had been uh, on the ship. They didn't answer affirmatively that she had been on the gotcha. ship in their yeah. view.
1: They said this they had not seen her up. on the ship. Yet, yeah,
0: so. yeah, they, they didn't see her there. But she shows up repeatedly. That's now you would know so that, that strange molly had been to town a couple of times i think bart would probably have shared molly yeah. had gone to a, a couple of nearby towns a few times including rinko bing and other towns um to show your prized animals um uh, and yes. compete in things like dog races and all sorts of stuff like that yeah so it's so, just there's
1: a chance there's just the time confusion but that's you know, yeah who knows Mm. Um, Mm. but Bart, after relaying this information, is going to just use the rest of his, uh, wild shape time to be flying around above the docks, searching for small halfling children with red hair.
0: I think we see a sad montage of Bart flying (laughs) around, frantically looking for his daughter, and just getting hopeful whenever you see a shock of red hair or a halfling and or even a small child. And you're like, oh, it's just a baby human. Damn it, um,
3: <laughs> baby, baby. You,
0: you do not see your daughter just meandering around the docks of Rinkobing. Yep. Uh, you do see that now I'm going to say it's around eight o'clock in the morning now. The market has started up. It's going in earnest. There's the smell of food filling the air. Um, people in Oland House are pretty much cleared out, except for the folks who are volunteering for things like construction and renovation duties around here. Uh, and people are getting ready for lunch at Oland House.
4: Okay. I mean, I imagine we're pretty tired at this point, right? We've pretty much stayed up all night.
0: You yeah. stayed up all night, and it's not the first night in recent memory that you've done this, also. Right. So, do you want to bed down for the day and shifts while you watch the, the ship? I think so. Yes. Okay. Bedtime. Bedtime. Daytime edition. Do you guys <laughs> sleep through from 8am until around 4pm? Will they please um, stop remodeling? They they stop remodeling during the night. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you guys wake up in the late afternoon and, you know, whoever was last on shift sort of nods at everybody when they get up at the agreed upon time. Like, no, it's still there. By this point, the ship is fully unloaded and the crane hasn't been working for more than
3: two hours. Should we do something about these crates? We need to Are see the... what's inside them.
2: Has, has any of the crates been moved off the dock? No, there's
0: been a big pile now with an aisle long enough to walk down to get to the gangplank, but they're stacked along the dock like they're waiting to be picked up by somebody.
4: I think they're switching ships. I think they're transporting to the other big ship here, I would imagine.
2: think uh, is the other big ship
4: still there the
0: other big ship is still there yeah um you see now crane? uh it it does have a, a a crane as well but it hasn't been using it um this one, uh, the sailors actually are starting to filter back on around now. And you see that, sure enough, it was the red bandannaed uh, pirates that uh, were on this ship, and they're making their way up onto it, and they're loudly sort of uh, rabble-rousing and drinking, and you get the sense that their shore leave is coming to an end.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure was- that ship is related to, this, to ours. Right.
3: Have we noticed any regularity of the teal pirates of, um, the rust Tide Rider coming and going? No, no one has come and gone from the
0: ship except for the porters that are moving things off the ship onto the dock. Not a single soul has walked even to the end of the wharf and set a boot on land.
2: Suspicious. Unfortunately, it seems that the only places we can learn anything are on the ship, which frankly seems like suicide, or wherever these crates end up going. Agreed. Maybe we should try to
3: interact with these porters and see if we can uh, help with the crates, maybe, or... Hmm. Even the
0: porters, I'll say, have teal bandanas and look like they're crew members. Like, nobody goes on this wharf except for the teal bandana-wearing
2: folks. They just pop off to... Put the crates there, then get it back on the ship. Yep. Shoot. Okay. And they look um, like they're all done moving their crates off now. All the
0: crates and barrels and chests are all there.
4: So, I hate this. There's something I wanted to do before <laughs> the long rest, while I had spell slots, but I just remembered it now. But I'm I gonna could, say no. it,
0: this is yeah. our first instance of a hand off the chest piece. That's your move. Once you, uh, once you've cool. rested, we're not gonna go back. Bet. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be more lenient about things like that. Like, if, like, you say, oh, I wanted to make sure I, I donned my armor or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Less well, all good. I should have remembered. Yeah.
4: Um, but, uh, so I will suggest I do have a spell where I could conjure some sort of fake person and we could have them, like, walk over and pretend to inspect them to see how, uh, how people respond to somebody that's not wearing a teal bandana inspecting them just to test the waters but i don't know if it's uh something i should use my abilities on so early in the day hmm but it's an idea that doesn't
2: put any of us in danger we could just uh pay old brookie to go (laughs) No. Ask, ask if they need help moving crates.
4: (laughs) I will say Brookie was very happy to see only three pieces of copper. So I think I could get him for a good price.
2: What's the worst that could happen? He could die. Exactly. (laughs) I don't think we want blood on on our hands. Yeah. (laughs) Are you sure about that, Crow? Yeah. I'm um, as sure as I am about anything.
4: Huh. Well, it's an idea. What does everybody else want to do? Hmm. I like the idea of seeing where these crates go and finding out what's in them when there are less tealies around.
2: Uh, here, here's a question for you, uh, oh Game Master. Um, yeah. In our in our watching of the boats overnight, could we try to determine how big the crew is? Like how many different sure, people sure, sure. did we see?
0: Um, roll me a perception check, and we'll just say that this was over the course of your time here. You've been keeping count. Yeah, trying to count individuals. All right, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, you can tell that there are at least 20 individual crew members that you have now picked out some sort of identifying characteristic with, and I think we see you guys sort of talking about it over time, being like, oh yeah, mustache guy's back again, he's, he's helping move the crates, uh, now it looks like bandana around her waist girl is doing this, you know, et cetera,
2: et cetera. And could we pick out any sort of leader among them? No. No one wearing uh, any
0: garb as flamboyant as the guy that you saw before that you just assumed based on that was the captain, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and he he confirmed, you know, he had some important documents on him and stuff, but uh, no one seems like they're barking orders in any sort of way that looks any more than just an officer being like, those crates there, you know, something like that, right?
1: Um, I could investigate the crates as well. Bart offers to transform into something very small and I could go take a look.
2: And we could even, um, one of us could do so invisibly for that matter.
3: Also good. I like the
2: combination
0: of ideas here. Let's go from the shore to the boat. I like where that's heading.
1: Uh... So what, it's like, what, 5 o'clock, 4.30 right now? Probably. It's
2: approaching 5 o'clock, yeah. I think I should just sneak aboard, to be honest.
1: Alright, go sneaking. I yeah, like I these was, I was thinking drastic about that. actions. Yeah, is yeah, on so the
0: ship?
2: Aboard the ship? Yes. <laughs> if, uh... <laughs> Bart, if you could have my back as much as possible from above, perhaps. Um... <laughs> hey, um, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I could just dive over the side. And get away. Die, right? What is the worst that could happen? <laughs> I mean, did, did you make a backup character? That maybe me... <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Can't
2: Pro kill too. both
4: of your characters. Only one of them. Yeah, I, 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 I can't dumb- kill a, a character
0: <laughs> if you haven't introduced me to them yet. So.
3: Yeah, while well, that goes on, Cars would probably take up a position outside trying to mingle with the smoking crowd, but just really just trying to be on deck in case he sees anything at least okay. above that, go down to, so like, yeah, make haste. So everybody's on board for this plan, though? Yes.
0: Crow is gonna turn invisible and sneak aboard this ship? Mm-hmm.
4: No, uh, no fur off my back. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but my one question will be, do you want to do it now, like, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon? Do you want to wait until later? Do we want to just do it now?
2: Um, I honestly have no idea how to tell when would be best.
4: Probably in the middle of the night when we showed up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we could wait until
2: dark, certainly. That just seems like a better idea, just because at least they're not all going to be awake, right? Yeah, I like it. So we could spend the rest of the day here. (laughs) You spend the
0: rest of the day whiling away the time here?
1: I think Bart will spend his day walking up and down looking for... Her.
2: Don't don't forget your chores. You have to do some chores.
1: True. got
4: so I do the chores, I'll walk the dogs up and down the pier. <laughs> I try to learn some communist songs from my roommates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. We'll resolve each one of those things here. So you're waiting until nightfall or midnight? What's the
1: when it gets dark, dark, I guess. But I mean like... Full darkness. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Darkness falls on Rinkobing, and we see again the lantern in the window of the Oland House, looking out on the bay where the Kingfisher River, you've learned, of your brief time staying here, pours into the Balgul fjord. On the horizon, rounding the corner into the harbor, is another large ship. This one flies a large purple flag. And it, as you formulate your plan for the evening and, uh, It gets closer and closer to complete darkness. This ship makes uh, a a dock, this ship moors itself on the dock to your east, back towards the cemetery. And the crew noisily gets off the gangplank and begins immediately raising a ruckus in town. At the same time, the red bandanna ship begins to shove off and has a little tender pulling it around the right way and then begins to at least uh, head out into the fjord during the middle of the night. Um, what does it look like as Crow
2: begins her stealthing? I think uh, she um,
4: kind of... Go ahead. Sorry, I, I hate. I, I just don't want to get robbed again by not saying it. I give you inspiration before you go sneaking. Okay, <laughs> So okay. we don't retrospect okay, okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> no, give you good. guidance. I'll give you guidance, too. Okay. Thank you
0: both. Getting
3: those party buffs. Let's
4: yeah.
1: go. Yeah. Um, do we give us
3: some we... wise, dwarven anecdotes of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, you got this. Crow would seem a little nervous, and she would, uh, you know, tell you all I'll be fine and she does not seem sure about this and she seems like she's trying to convince herself and she sort of like puts her hand on all of your shoulders as if this could be goodbye um, and she says uh, I guess let's do it and she casts her spell It just takes a, a second of waving her hands and she winks out of sight uh, they're still in the room and she would just yeah. sneak down the, down the steps and out the front door and okay. stay along the sides of the building and make her way towards the the gangplank.
0: All right. As you exit Oland House, um, you exit through the back door, the the kitchen back door where Bart uh, was mucking out the the gutters running out to the sea and where you saw trees making breakfast earlier. Um, you you pass by the cook and he's holding a newspaper um, and he looks like pretty captivated by it and you hear him as you as you quietly slip out when somebody comes in the door so, so as to not raise attention by a door opening itself uh you hear him talking to this uh this other volunteer in the kitchen he says you hear Joby Petnos missing his uh, his dad reported him this morning and didn't show up for a shift Last time they saw him was uh, at a prime water h- wharf for the for the harvest banquet. Didn't come home, I guess. And uh, the, the other kitchen volunteer says, Oh, Joby, I know him. Oh, it's a shame. Maybe he got press-ganged into a crew. And so I think that sort of echoes through your ears a little bit as news spreads of your influence on the town already, whether they know it or not, as you trod your way out onto the dock.
4: Um, As she's making her way, I'd like to use the message cantrip. Um, It's, I don't know how far away the ship is, but I'd like to try to stay within range of her so I can keep talking to her Um, and just uh, whisper to her so she just hears Tree's voice in her head Mm -hmm. um and say uh be careful and don't do anything too stupid at least come back with a good story you
0: hear that as you're making your way to to the dock um the the measurement here on the map just so you guys know is completely accurate how many feet Um, okay
4: so it's a 300 feet or so from the house to the edge of this dock um i might like lackadaisically st no, uh, nah, I'm not gonna try to bring any attention. Yeah, maybe, maybe in like ten minutes, I'll walk down there and use a message it. cantrip to check on you.
0: Okay, but. so you're standing, Crow, once again, leading the vanguard here. This time, instead of making alike invisible, you're invisible, and you're standing on this dock, and you hear the lapping of waves, a clinking of metal against the side of the ship as there's a small wake from the ship
2: sailing out of the harbor. I, uh, I just slowly make my way towards the ship, and I'm thinking kind of to myself, you know, what all do I know about these kind of ships? Do they, by any chance, have powder rooms on them? You think that to yourself, and...
0: You see, at the halfway point of this ship, up in the middle, the middle deck, there's clearly cannons. Well, I guess I have my backup plan then. (laughs) Um, I love it. (laughs) Okay, so you're making your way towards the gangplank, just padding your way down the dock.
2: Yeah, just slipping in between the crates and, you know, keeping my eyes peeled for anything interesting or unique about them now that I'm right up next to them.
0: Um, you notice that there's just more than crates. There's crates, barrels, chests as well. Um, one chest in particular looks very reminiscent of a chest that you saw Bart open that had a bunch of copper ingots in it back on the shipwreck shores.
2: their ill-gotten gains so i'm also keeping Mm -hmm. my my ears uh, ears open too, listening for and obviously any sounds of distress like if there are prisoners any sound of uh perhaps a loud boisterous prize pig oinking away somewhere in case they have ingeborg on board
0: (laughs) oh i wish that (laughs) i I was about to say and you hear the squealing of a pig but you don't yeah Um, I'm just wishing what you the do spot. here are cartwheels turning behind you and you see four large uh, draft horses pulling a cart big enough, you think, to carry half of this cargo off. There's a black cloaked figure riding this this cart. And it's making its way straight towards the dock,
2: like uh, coming down the path, coming down the okay. street
0: past Oland House, like it rounded the corner just as you began.
2: I'll, I'll definitely will stay out of its way, but I want to linger for a, at least a few minutes to try to get a good okay. look at, at who's piloting it. Okay. But I imagine um, that whoever this is would need help getting the things right. on, onto it.
0: And on that note, the rider of this coach comes up and turns the horses to be sideways to the dock, so the cart can flap down its tailgate, and he hops off. Uh, you, You really can't tell much about them. Their face is covered by this cloak, and they raise up a hooded lantern. And they open it long, short, short, short. Long, short, short, short. And then you look back to the ship for a response. And long, 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 long. And the person that delivered the cart walks away.
2: Leaving the cart behind. Leaving
0: the cart behind. And you begin to hear footsteps coming from
2: the gangplank. What do you do? I'll step out of the way and watch to see what happens. Okay.
0: A couple of teal bandana wearing thugs with tattoos covering them. They smell like, uh, like Cordell smells in the bar. Is soaked and drunk, and they hoist up on their shoulders a chest together and start making their way towards the back of the cart, clump, clump, and sort of arguing amongst themselves like, oh, don't speed up too much, you're gonna pull me off this bloody thing.
2: And there are two of them.
0: There's two of them beginning to load a couple of the chests, one, ka-chunk, into the back of the tailgate, and they push
2: it to the edge of the cart uh, so that it's flush with the corner. Well, this will take them a while. So, and perhaps this is a good opportunity to uh, use the cover of all the noise they're making to get on board and hoping that uh, my, my party are keeping an eye on this cart.
3: Well,
0: yeah, I ben. think you guys would probably see that from the window if you're watching up there.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Cars is actually—he'll—he'll he'll be outside in the smoking area, just kind of oh, yeah. loitering, keeping an eye on the. It would have gone right here. by in front of you then. Awesome.
0: Um, so Cars, you also see this this hooded figure walk by. Go ahead and make me a perception check. End. Um all you know is that something about the way the cloak covers this person's face gives you the willies it's oh, clear man. they do not want to be seen
3: I hate the willies
0: <laughs> Uh mm-hmm. back to crow at where the gangplank and the wharf meet, you, you see a couple more pirates come off and uh, they've, they've got some rope and it looks like they're gonna help kind of haul one of the large crates into the back of this thing. It's gonna take four people to lift it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kneel down and they go, and they all lift it. And you hear some clanking from inside the crate.
2: I will use this, uh, moment of noise, uh, to hopefully cover my footsteps as, once they clear the gangplank, to go up it towards the ship.
0: Okay. We're gonna do something that we've not yet done in this. I'm gonna split the party here, and I'm gonna drag Crow over to a map.
2: Oh, good. <laughs> Woo! breaking all the good. rules today. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm going to put Crow on the map first here. Crow's a giant crow in the ocean. I <laughs> believe now... in you, Crow.
3: You got this. Rogues no. doing rogues things. Yeah, worst case scenario, you just, just blow that
2: sucker up. Oh, and hopefully hopefully without Molly on board. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully please don't kill my kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> please. Please <laughs>
1: don't. Please.
4: Let me
3: get you set up.
4: I feel like after that cart came and went, I would turn to, um, the other, to boys, pretty boys, <laughs> uh, boys of pretty boys, and, um, be like, ah, do you, do you feel like we should be a little bit closer down there? I feel like I, I don't like being up in this room. At least we should go down and hang out with cars. Keep an eye out.
1: Why is it? If you want to, go ahead. I'll I'll stay up here and keep an eye out. See if I can, you know, I'll have a higher vantage point.
4: Okay. Alright, I'm gonna head down there then. Okay. Head down and, uh, hang out on the smoking patio with cars. So you can see stuff here, yes? Yes, I can. Okie dokie.
0: Um, so you're on the gangplank. I'm going to move you up to the top of the gangplank, and you'll see what you can see.
2: OK. Do we have dynamic lighting happening? We have Ooh, dynamic dear. lighting happening here.
0: All right. Immediately to your left is a familiar sight, a woman with a tri-corner hat with a small feather in it. And she's got a pistol in her belt. And she is just walking back and forth on the deck spits in a bucket and then sort of walks over to the edge of the railing of the ship and rests her two arms on the railing and looks out at the boys lifting stuff out on the docks
2: i want to take a good long moment to get the sense of what she looks like i get a really clear mental image of her for future purposes
0: sure Sure, absolutely. Um, she's got short, cropped brown hair, and she's got freckles. She—you you memorize her face as as best as you can.
2: Mm-hmm. But she's equipped uh, the same as the rapier and pistol pirate that we slew. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I, think, I, I think that was the one whose life I drained away, if I recall. There, that was one of the ones. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, um, to your immediately to your front, you see two. Uh, escape craft, two rowboats. One is yellow, one is red, uh, and they're filled with oars. and there's a canvas tied across their top. Okay. And uh, Uh, I'll give another brief summary here, which is there's six cannon on the top deck mm -hmm. and a couple of crates, a couple of barrels, a staircase to your left, a staircase to your right, and then the aft castle has grand staircases going up to where you see the ship's wheel and a white-haired man standing at the wheel. It's not turning, but he's just standing there, and he's smoking a pipe.
2: Does the white-haired man have any sort of ostentatious hat on? Nope, he's wearing shoulder
0: pads, though.
2: Mm, so oh maybe second, God, so second in command. Here, <laughs> he has to have a fancy hat if he's in charge. He's got
0: something on his person, denoting that he looks different than the rest of them. He's wearing a teal sash and looks like uh, relatively heavy armor for a boat person.
2: I see. Okay. Um, I guess if the uh, short cropped hair, freckled pirate is occupied looking off the deck, it could be a good opportunity to sneak sort of past her. And just try to get a look down the staircase to my left, uh, the one that's closer to me. Okay. So I'll move you on over there. Do I make it this far before oh, I... Yeah, yeah uh, you, okay. you you make it. You don't <laughs> need to
0: make any checks. You're, you make it over there. Um, there's plenty of sounds of footsteps up here as mm-hmm. uh, one, two, three, four, five total crew people on the top deck right now are milling around and four are out on the dock, uh, loading the crate into the cart. Um, When you look down these stairs, what you see is a hammock and a couple of crates, and the ship rocks ever so slightly and creaks under your feet. You would estimate based on uh, how you walked in up the gangplank and you're on the main deck here, right below you is probably the gun deck filled with cannons.
2: I will uh, go down the
0: steps. All right, I'll move you over. This is what you see. There is a hammock. There are crates there is a cannon within your line of sight and you sort of i guess peek around the corner and notice that there's a couple of people uh walking by that cannon one sort of steps up next to it takes something puts it in the hammock and then walks out of view
2: are there people in the hammocks or no no, just somebody
0: okay. walked up to it and uh, it's still pretty early at night. You know, it's like Achy. just full, full dark. Um, and uh, you uh, make me a perception check now that you're in the belly of this ship.
2: righty. And I have inspiration if okay. I need it still. Uh, that lasts for an hour, I think. Is that right? Or I think no? it's 10 minutes. Let okay. me
4: put it in the chat just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's it's 10 you minutes.
0: can still use it. Only 10 minutes or so
4: have passed. Okay. What's I said perception. the next 10 minutes. Okay.
2: All right. Um, I'm going to use it now. And it's <laughs> a, time. it's a d6. A d6. Yes, sir. so Ooh. 12. 12 is my total. 12 total with the five from the d6. That's a seven. You
4: can also
0: use
2: uh, guidance. On the next oh, one, with, so with would...
0: Guidance? I'd say you're going to need every little bit
2: of perception. Guidance is, a, guidance is a D4. Let's say. go ahead and add a D4 too. Why not? <laughs> um, okay, so now I'm at 15. Okay. That's a good number. Yeah, that is a good number to, to, hit to get. Hit the get break through. point. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for the reminder on. there. Yeah. More than usually, twice what
0: you got before. Yeah, usually DCs <laughs> are in chunks of five. I will yep. say that. Um, Okie dokie. Um, you see what the pirate put in his, uh, his hammock there. It's a rolled up copy of the newspaper, um, and you can see that, uh, he didn't roll it up so good as the page sort of flops back open, and you see a portrait, uh, on the middle fold of Joby. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you also anyway. hear something. Underneath you, you hear animal noises. First, the clomping of hoofs, and there must be horses down below. You. Then you hear scuttling and some friction. You hear a low snarl. <laughs> Shut up, something says, and bang, against a metal
2: cage. Can I see where the next set of stairs down are from where I'm standing? If you walk out from the
0: stairs and start looking around, you may be able to. I I sort of see you here in the stairwell still.
2: Yeah, just kind of peeking a little bit. Just to to remind you, I do have uh, dark ways Case gotcha up. gotcha
0: yeah it's it's uh, illuminated down here yeah.
2: there are lanterns so yeah okay i will um i guess the exit is here right uh kind of yeah, stepping a little further, further out so i can see a little more
0: so you see a pile of cannonballs on a pallet you see the pirate walking across the floor that just um, put the newspaper in his, probably where he sleeps at night. There's a another figure um, walking around, and the two of them look at each other and sort of laugh a little bit, and they say, sounds like the gnoll's getting into it with the animals down there. <laughs> uh, and. You hear more animal noises and and more sort of snarling. I just told you to shut up! And bang, bang, bang! And you can tell that the sound is coming from this uh, crosswork of of wood, this lattice. Um, it must be similar to the hatch above where they were lifting things uh, that those those uh, escape craft are perched on top of now. Everything's all sealed up, but you estimate, you know, you know enough about ships that This is where there's basically a giant hole from the top deck to the hold of the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've learned that somewhere in the hold, they're carrying animal cargo and they referred to somebody as a knoll.
2: All right. Um, I'm going to keep sneaking along. Okay. Um, So. Am I able to see down into down below? Like through the lattice work? Absolutely. I think
0: you okay. can. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to just copy your character token to make that work. That's fine. But you see and this is a great this is a great visual here. Crow has entered this ship, made her way stealthily past the guards, patrolling on top, past a sailor and their bunk, and now is peering down into an open, hay-covered stable with a beast man walking around, snarling at the various animals and eating a haunch of raw meat. You see in one corner, an enclosure with a tiger in it. In another enclosure, two large draft horses, and directly below your feet, three giant crabs. Finally, you see something that startles you much more than these live animals. There's a humanoid standing. They look at first drunk. They're listing back and forth but they're locked up just like all the other animals. And it snarls, and sniffs, and then immediately presses itself against the, the cage bars and starts rattling, and you see the face reminiscent of the pockmarked and rotten skin hanging off the zombie skeleton that you found. Out in Balgul Marsh. They have some sort of undead captive down here. The gnoll patrolling around looks over at the zombie in its cage and says, I told you to shut up. And looks at the zombie being drawn towards the corner of this hole that you're peering down and Crow, even though you're invisible, you lock eyes with this beast man walking around down here, and he starts sniffing in your direction. And we'll leave it right there for next week.
3: Spooky. I am so pumped (laughs) to see how Crow
2: finesses her way out of this. Oh, this doesn't have to be finesse. That's true. Or, or close her way up out of this <laughs> I mean I mean those cannons are kind of pointed towards the crates on